0: Good morning. I'm Pastor Gillespie from St. John Evangelical Lutheran Church and School, Sherman Center, Random Lake, Wisconsin. It's good to have you with us here for this, the Congregation of Prayer, a guide for daily meditation and prayer around God's Word. Come to you each morning here, um, at 9 a.m. Central Time, and this is intended, of course, for our congregation that we would pray, confess, sing, um, and study God's Word together. And uh, but of course, it's free for everyone since it's out here on the internet. So. If this is a benefit to you. Um, thank you, and uh, you know, also consider supporting uh, the work that we do here if uh, you're so moved. All right. Today we will continue in the book of Judges. Yesterday we heard kind of the uh, the prelude. Today we'll hear the the summary of what's going to happen in the rest of the book. It's kind of a unique book that way, where right up front it telegraphs what's going to happen, and in this case, the unfaithfulness of God's people and their forgetfulness. Right, and then how God repents them, returns their heart to faithfulness again. Which is probably a lesson for us too, isn't it? All right. So, let's begin. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell, The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. We'll pray our psalm for the week. Praise the Lord. I will give thanks to the Lord with my whole heart in the company of the upright, in the congregation. Great are the works of the Lord, studied by all who delight in them. Full of splendor and majesty is his work, and his righteousness endures forever. He has caused his wondrous works to be remembered. The Lord is gracious and merciful. He provides food for those who fear him. He remembers his covenant forever. He has shown his people the power of his works in giving them the inheritance of the nations. The works of his hands are faithful and just. All his precepts are trustworthy. They are established forever and ever to be performed with faithfulness and uprightness. He sent redemption to his people. He has commanded his covenant forever. Holy and awesome is his name. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. All those who practice it have a good understanding. His praise endures forever. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen." Alright, you'll note here again, um, the repentance has uh, actually worked in us by the Lord. He shows, He provides food, He causes, right? He sends redemption. And the, so what be, how it begins is how it ends, right? I will give thanks to the Lord with my whole heart in the company of the upright in the congregation. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. All who practice it have a good understanding, stand under the Lord. His praise endures forever. So praise the Lord, his praise endures forever. That inclusio as I think, the technical term. Uh, you can just call them uh, bookends or bookmarks. or Yeah, bookends, that's the right phrase. But in the center, it's, it's actually God who is the one who causes his works to be remembered, who brings um, the people to the knowledge uh, and understanding of the word of the Lord. And he does so by the Spirit which is our verse for the week. When the Helper comes, whom I shall send you to you from the Father, the Spirit of Truth who proceeds from the Father, he will testify of me. John 15, verse 26. When the Helper comes, whom I shall send to you from the Father, the Spirit of Truth who proceeds from the Father, he will testify of me. John 15, verse 26. All right. Then our Catechism is the explanation to the third article of the Creed. And uh, yeah so what does this mean I believe that I cannot by my own reason or strength believe in Jesus Christ my Lord or come to him but the Holy Spirit has called me by the gospel enlightened me with his gifts sanctified and kept me in the true faith in the same way he calls gathers enlightens and sanctifies the whole Christian Church on earth and keeps it with Jesus Christ in the one true faith in this Christian Church he daily and richly forgives all my sins and the sins of all believers on the last day he will raise me and all the dead and give eternal life to me and all believers in Christ this is most certainly true all right our first reading today then is from Ephesians chapter 3 continuing where we left off yesterday to me who am less than the least of all the Saints this grace was given that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ and to make all see what is the fellowship of the mystery, which from the beginning of, of the ages has been hidden in God, who created all things through Jesus Christ, to the intent that now the manifold wisdom of God might be made known by the church to the principalities and powers in the heavenly places, according to the eternal purpose which he accomplished in Christ Jesus our Lord, in whom we have boldness and access with confidence through faith in him. Therefore I ask that you do not lose heart at my tribulations for you, which is your glory. Okay. And then uh, our reading for catechesis is from Judges chapter 2. Remember yesterday um, we had the final warning again from Joshua and we heard how God's people, mm, they did not do what the Lord had said to do in driving out the Canaanites and destroying their idol, uh, both their idols and the idol um, altars. And uh, then the angel of the Lord came and told them that he would then not go before them uh, as he had spoken. Right? So, the people served the Lord all the days of Joshua and all the days of the elders who outlived Joshua, who had seen the great works of the Lord, which he had done for Israel. Now Joshua, the son of Nun, the servant of the Lord, died when he was 110 years old, and they buried him within the border of his inheritance at Timnath Harris. In the mountains of Ephraim on the north side of Mount Gaosh. When all that generation had been gathered to their fathers, another generation arose after them, who did not know the Lord, nor the work which he had done for Israel. Then the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord, and served the Baals, and they forsook the Lord God of their fathers, who had brought them out of the land of Egypt. And they followed other gods from among the gods of the people who were around them, and they bowed down to them, and they provoked the Lord. To anger, They forsook the Lord and served Baal and the Ashtoreths, and the anger of the Lord was hot against Israel. So he delivered them into the hands of the plunderers who despoiled them, and he sold them into the hands of their enemies all around, so that they could no longer stand before their enemies. Whenever they went out, the hand of the Lord was against them for calamity, as the Lord had said, and as the Lord had sworn to them, and they were greatly distressed. Nevertheless, the Lord raised up judges who delivered them out of the hand of those who plundered them. Yet they would not listen to their judges, but they played the harlot with other gods and bowed down to them. They turned quickly from the way in which their fathers walked in obeying the commandments of the Lord. They did not do so. And when the Lord raised up judges for them, the Lord was with the judge and delivered them out of the hand of their enemies all the days of the judge. For the Lord was moved to pity by their groaning because of those who oppressed them and harassed them. And it came to pass when the judge was dead that they reverted and behaved more corruptly than their fathers by following other gods to serve them and bow down to them. They did not cease from their own doings, nor from their stubborn way. Then the anger of the Lord was hot against Israel, and he said, Because this nation has transgressed my covenant, which I commanded their fathers, and has not heeded my voice, I also will no longer drive out from before them any of the nations which Joshua left when he died, so that through them I may test Israel whether they will keep the ways of the Lord, to walk in them, as their fathers kept them or not. Therefore the Lord left those nations without driving them out immediately, nor did he deliver them into the hand of Joshua. All right, so how long does Israel remain faithful? It says here in verse 7, all the days of Joshua and of the elders who outlived him. And the key here is who had seen with their eyes all the great works of the Lord which he had done in Israel or for Israel. That's the key. Um, but, as we've talked about frequently, Romans 10, 17, what is more important than seeing? Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God, by namely by the preaching of the Word of God. All right, This is always the problem with signs and wonders, right? Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. All right, uh, This is why Moses had recorded for them and uh, even given them not only a, re- a record of the great works of God, um, namely in Egypt and through the wilderness, but also had uh, given them songs to remember that. But, of course, those don't work either. They forget the songs. All right, how old was Joshua when he died? said there, verse 8, 110 years old. All right, so what is the problem, according to uh, the author here, of the generation that grew up after the deaths of Joshua and the other elders who had seen the wonders that God had done? It was kind of twofold here they did not know the lord that's that intimate kind of knowing right um a intimate relationship with with the lord um nor the work which he had done for israel and the two go hand in hand no faith because no knowledge all right why did they not know the lord again because they had not heard what he had done you might recall back in uh, exodus uh moses was commanded to consecrate all the firstborn Whatever opens the womb of the children of Israel, both man and beast, it's mine. And then Moses said to the people uh, for the Feast of Unleavened Bread, Remember this day in which you went out of Egypt, out of the house of bondage, by the strength of the hand of the Lord that brought you out of this place. No unleavened bread shall be eaten. Right? And then he gives all the ordinances um, to be kept even in the promised land, Right. even after they've driven out, the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Hivites, and Jebusites, etc., Right. And then he says, You shall therefore keep this ordinance or regulation in its season from year to year. So the Feast of Unleavened Bread, right? Also known as the Passover. So there's one example. Uh, Maybe another example would be in Deuteronomy four. Yeah, here's what he said Um, I have taught you statutes and judgments just as the Lord my God commanded me that you should act. According to them in the land which you go to possess, there's the key again. Right? So it's not just a temporary ordinance, but it's a permanent one. Therefore be careful to observe them, for this is your wisdom and your understanding in the sight of the peoples who will hear all these statutes and say, Surely this nation, our great nation is a wise and understanding people. For what great nation is there that God has that has God so near to it as the Lord your God is to us, and for whatever reason we may call upon him, etc. Oh yes, this verse would be important. And uh, what great nation is there that's, that has such statutes and righteous judgments as are in all this law bef- which I set before you this day? Only take heed to yourself and diligently keep yourself lest you forget the things your eyes have seen and lest they depart from your heart all the days of your life. And, here again, key, teach them to your children and your grandchildren. All right. So the key was that they would um, keep these feasts and festivals, the hearing of, of the stories, uh, and teach them to their children and grandchildren, that lest they forget. Because it is um, by hearing what the Lord has done, that faith is given, right? That knowledge or that knowing of the Lord. Uh, but instead, what evils did the children of Israel do? They served the Baals, follow after the gods of the people around them. Um, and then the Lord is, of course, angry with them. And he gives them over to uh, the pl- the raiders and the plunderers, right? Um, Even when Israel went out to go out to fight, it said here um, that the Lord was against them, right? The hand of the Lord was against them for calamity. Verse 15, right? They could not stand before their enemies. Why? Of course, because the Lord had said it. He had sworn to them, right? We saw the angel of the Lord say this at the beginning of the chapter yesterday, uh, as he had spoken in his word. You might also remember back in Leviticus 26, um, he said this, you know. There was the blessing and retribution promises here. It's quite a chapter. And your strength shall be spent in vain, and your land shall not yield its produce, nor the trees of the land yield its fruit. Right? If you walk contrary to me and are not willing to obey me, I will punish punish you. Right? So it's that it's a covenant of law. Do what I say, and it will go well for you. Do um, forsake what I, what I have told you, and it will not go well for you, and I will be against you. Right? Um, what did the Lord raise up for the people when they uh, were greatly distressed? Judges, to deliver them, right? Um, judge A judge was one who would deliver or save them out of the hands of uh, the plunderers, the raiders. Of course, what would the people still not do? Listen to the judges, right? And when they raised up the judges, the Lord was with the judge to deliver them out of their enemies. And he was moved to pity because of their groaning, because he oppressed and harassed them. Um, but of course... Doesn't seem like they actually repent here. Each time the judge died, it said in verse nineteen that they would revert and behave more corruptly than their followers, following after gods, other gods, serving them and worshiping them. Um, So then it said, uh, regards to why um, I'm looking here, that he would. What did the Lord use those Canaanites to do against them? Not driving out the nations which Joshua left when he died. Verse twenty-one. He would use that as a test against them, a test of Israel. Now, tests sometimes reveal what you know, but they can also reveal what you do not know, right? And in this case, both God's works um, and who he is for them, right? And then it says that they, um, they did not do uh, revert, uh, you know, return to the Lord. So it ends up that they become more deeply entangled um, with the nations around them and their gods, right? Um, and you see this in the next chapter, Actually, yeah, chapter 3, it's recorded that they would um, uh, give their daughters into marriage to the Canaanites, uh, and also gave their own um, daughters to the Canaanite sons. Oh, they took the Canaanite daughters in marriage, but also gave their daughters over. So they intermarried, right? And uh, we've spoken about this before, but uh, our failure to recognize the uh, essential nature that Husband and wife not be unequally yoked. They're not talking about one or the other spouse converting to uh, to Christian faith after uh, marriage, but actually before marriage that you reconcile uh, differences of faith uh, for the sake of not only your marriage but also for your children. All right. Now it's true that we have many uh, mixtures of Christian confessions within our congregation, um, and in some cases uh, they find a way um, by God's grace, I would say, to work. Work through that. Um, in other cases, I've seen we've seen division actually within those families because of the hus- one hu- husband or wife uh, believes differently than the other, and uh, um, the result is the children, especially, are confused as to what is the what is the true confession. What does the Scripture actually say? Right. So it's always wise to get on the same page on that. Um, of course, here what we're talking about is not um, two Christians marrying, but actually marrying um, pagans, non Christians, uh, which I would suggest is. Uh, Never a good idea, right? Good. So, these words remind us of the cycle or pattern of life which was the case for Israel and often is for us. God calls us his own through holy baptism and proclaims to us his words just as he did for ancient Israel. In baptism, we are called to hear the voice of the Good Shepherd, but we begin to seek the voice of the world and its preaching. Faith lives only when we are hearing the preaching of the crucified Christ. Apart from this hearing, we become like Israelites and seek after other gods. Yet, God in his compassion seeks us out and calls us back to hear the sweet words of forgiveness in which the judgment of salvation is freely given. He sends preachers of the gospel to proclaim to us, once again, Christ's victory over death and to restore us to the faith of our baptism. All right, daily dying and rising. So the cycle of the judges is the cycle of our daily life as well. All right, let's sing our hymn for the week. Sansa 1, 2, 4, and 5.
1: And with united heart and voice And holy rapture singing Proclaim the wonders God has done How his right arm the victory won What price our ransom cost him Fast bound in Satan's chains I lay, Death brooded darkly o'er me. Sin was my torment night and day, In sin my mother bore me, But daily deeper still I fell, My life became a living hell. So firmly sin possessed me. But God had seen my wretched state Before the world's foundation And mindful of his mercies great He planned for my salvation. Turn to me a father's heart. He did not choose the easy part, but gave his dearest treasure. His beloved son, it's time to have compassion. Then go, bright, you will have my crown. All salvation from sin and sorrow, set them free. Slay bitter death for them that they may live with you for forever.
0: All right. Hmm. Do we have a commemoration today? We do not. All right. Continue with prayer. O Lord, absolve your people from their offenses, that from the bonds of our sins, which by reason of our frailty we have brought upon ourselves, we may be delivered by your bountiful goodness. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Holy Spirit, who proceeds from the Father and the Son to give life and salvation to the world, and who together with the Father and the Son we worship and glorify as the only true God, receive our thanks and praise for proclaiming Christ to us through the preaching of the gospel and the gifts of the holy sacraments. Faith in Jesus Christ our Savior, hope in the resurrection of the body and the life everlasting, and love for God and our enemies are all your creations and gifts to us through the forgiveness of sins in Jesus' name. Preserve the holy Christian Church among us through the faithful preaching of the gospel and the right administration of the sacraments of Christ. Bless the communion of saints that every blessed, uh, baptized Christian, sharing in Christ's love through the forgiveness of sins in Jesus' name, might abide in Christ and bear witness to his love in all that we do and say. Give us firm hope in the resurrection of the body and the life everlasting, so that we might faithfully endure persecution for Jesus' sake and suffer all, even death itself, rather than fall away from him who gave his life for us. Hear us, O Holy Spirit, for you live and reign with the Father and the Son, one God, now and forever. Amen. We pray this day for the church and her pastors, for missionaries, teachers, deaconesses, musicians, and other servants of Christ in his church, for the fruitful and salutary use of the blessed sacrament of the Lord's body and blood. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. We pray today in Thanksgiving with uh, Teresa, celebrating her baptism, with the households of our church, especially Wayne and Mary, uh, my family, Tara, Lindsay, Pauline, and Alan, continue to give thanks to God for the work of the Auction Committee and volunteers, for our catechumens, for those ill-receiving treatment or recovering, especially Allison, Joe, Dennis, Len, Christopher, Sophie, Brad, and Ron, Doug, Donna, Joan, Sandy, Wendell, Jolene, Darlene, and President Willie. pray for our homebound. We pray for the missions and mercy work of the Church, especially that of our Mission of the Month, LCMS World Relief and Human Care. And we continue to pray for all the family and friends of Marian who grieve her death. For all this, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. I thank you, my Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have kept me this night from all harm and danger, and I pray that you would forgive me all my sins where I have done wrong and graciously keep me, or excuse me, kept me from every evil, that all my doings in life may please you. For into your hands I commend myself, my body and soul, and all things. Let your holy angel be with me, that the evil foe may have no power over me. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. That's our Congregation of Prayer for today, Thursday, November 26, 2023. It's good to have you with us here. You can join us each morning at 9 a.m. You can also listen as a podcast. You can dial in. You can call in with your phone um, and listen uh, that way as well. And of course, the video is available on replay throughout the day. Um, I hope you can continue to pray with us and be steadfast in God's word. Uh, we're going to spend some time in the judges here, Ooh, probably probably till the holiday, I think.
1: Uh, just about, yeah.
0: Yeah, it looks to be at least uh, for the next couple of weeks. All right. God be with you all. Keep you safe. We'll see you soon. We thank you for listening to this podcast from St. John Evangelical Lutheran Church Sherman Center in Random Lake, Wisconsin.